Yo, what up, what up, what up? We are in the building. This is the check-in. And I am your host, Heat Detector. We got a special co-host in the building. You might have saw him on the show earlier that we did with Shy City Cypher, but we got Joshy sitting in the uh, in, in the chair tonight, a little, you know what I'm saying, special co-host, as always. It's your boy Jizzo, you already know. And we always got OT, the drill sergeant. Yes, sir. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Germany. Yes, sir. Coming in for Germany. So, Coming in from Germany. Jizzo, give them that disclaimer real quick, and then uh, then we can get this uh, your dig started. We definitely got to start off with the disclaimer immediately for this one. Um, so, uh, we got a good topic today. I'll let Heat Detector give y'all the topic, man. But as always, every week, we like to give y'all the disclaimer. We are not licensed therapists. We are not licensed psychologists. We are not licensed nothing. We do have a friend of the show that is licensed. He's on the show sometimes, but we are not. We're just here, a couple of homies, man, talking about real-life issues and our opinions on it, man, and when we think about it. And the beautiful thing about this show is that y'all can get in the comments as well. We invite y'all to hit the link and get on the show live with us just the way OT is currently from uh, from, from out of the country. So, um, But, yeah, man, if you got soft-ass ears... If you got sugar in the tank, the way you know, the way he says, man, this isn't the. I don't say sugar in the tank. Uh, the, um, this isn't no, but real talk, like on a serious tip, this isn't the show for you, bro, because you're you, you're gonna hear some shit that you might not want to hear, but it's gonna be the truth, and we're all speaking from the heart, um, with the goal of trying to be better, man. Uh, we always have topics throughout the weeks, throughout the months that are about us. Sometimes, like uh, yeah. I'm not saying that this one is, but there's been shows that sometimes it's been about me, things I was going through. Um, and just take this information and become a better, uh, try to, you know what I'm saying? To do better as you, as you go through your journey, man, whatever it is that you're struggling with a couple weeks ago, we did a topic. It was, uh, grief dealing yeah. with grief in many different ways. And a beautiful thing about the show is that we didn't even know that somebody that was in the audience was watching and they were dealing with the grief of losing a loved one. Yeah. Um, and they and were China. literally at home going through it, man. And yeah. this show just came across their feed. And they ended up on the show for the whole show, commenting, telling us how like how much this helped them, man, and, and what they took from the show. Yeah. So with that topic and today's topic and all the topics, take what you can from it, take the good out of it, man, and become a better person. Um, you know, and this and, and this is what we do. Absolutely, absolutely. Now you heard what my man said, and I'm gonna say it to you like I always say it. If you got cotton cotton candy ass ears and you dream of motherfucking bunny rabbits and unicorns and all that bullshit, get the fuck off this page right now. There will be things said. You may not like it. If you don't like it, that's okay. Uh, don't, don't, uh, you know, if you don't like it, just don't like it. You ain't got to say shit. You ain't got to do nothing. But if you don't like it also too, get the fuck off the page. This is not for the faint of heart. Uh, this is also, when I say that, I also say that because, you know, uh, I, I mean, not because, but I say that, uh, but we do want everybody to be on and we do want people to listen. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes these things are true. They're, they're uh, harsh truths. And uh, you're gonna, you, you may hear some harsh things. You may hear some harsh words. Not may, you will. And, uh, you know, just to save us some hassle, save yourself some hassle, man. Get the fuck off the page if, th if that's how you feel. You know what I'm saying? But if you want to stay on, you can comment, good, bad, or indifferent. We'll post it. It's no big deal. But what we are doing is we're giving you guys our journey. Like like my co my co-host said, we're not licensed therapists or, or psychologists or anything. What we're doing is giving you our journey. We're giving you our our uh, 
you know, uh, as humans, we're all co- have a commonality, which is we're human. You know what I mean? And we all have a specific journey. We all go through things. We all have shit in our lives. You know what I mean? And the hardest part sometimes with them shits is how to cope with them and how to deal with them. You know what I'm saying? Quick backstory about the show for those that are first time viewers of the check in right now. I'll give you all a quick history. This show started off about over a year ago. Um, and the show used to be called a year, Sun- about almost a year, <clears throat> almost a year. And the show was almost called the Sunday sit down with the OGs. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, it was a show, man, where, you know, we would talk about, you know, different topics and stuff like that. And it ended up turning into one day uh, heat. Uh, we had an episode and I was having that- a fucked up ass day and I didn't want to yeah, do the show. Me. I didn't want to do the Sunday sit down and, uh, and it was actually <laughs> Jizzo and, and shout out to OT, my man's. And I was having a fucked up ass day and I didn't want to do the show and I didn't want to do shit. I was feeling real fucked up. You know what I mean? I was having, you know, I, I don't really want to say bad thoughts, but I, I, I was in a bad place. And uh, we all started talking about it. And uh, it ended up spilling over into the show, uh, the Sunday sit down. And uh, right that next day I woke up and I was like, fuck, because I ended up calling it a check in. I was like, we all need to just like check in with each other. And that was off camera. I was like, we all need to check in with each other every once in a while just to make sure we all right. You know what I mean? Because you never know what a motherfucker might be going through. And uh, I woke up the next day and I was like, fuck that. That's the name of the show. The fucking check in. We changing that shit. And when it's been the check in ever since. And like I said, we take the show very serious. The show has helped me over the last seven, eight months. It's helped me dramatically deal with things and, and cope with shit and even coping with my own my own internal shit so you know shout out to you Jizzo mm-hmm. shout out to uh, uh, my man's OT and everybody and D-Nick for, for even being a part of it as well man because a lot of it has helped me man I've cried on this motherfucking show we've all cried on this motherfucking yeah. show you know because it gets that deep you know and you and, and I've heard we've had to hear things that we didn't want to hear about yeah. ourselves about ourselves, about situations that we're dealing with. And I think that's the only way to build and, and ever elevate in a situation, man, is to be able to hear and accept that you are you aren't always doing the right shit. Yeah. And, and you I, gotta have a circle of you gotta have a circle of brothers, man, like minded brothers with that same energy that are gonna tell you, hey man, you're fucking up. Or they're just gonna sit there and listen to you on the phone for 30, 40 minutes while you let it out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so all of that is important, man. A um, lot of times it's just talking. You know what I mean? Because we've been, as men, and, and, and some women too, but mo- may, I would say mainly men, we've been taught a lot to like not talk, not say shit, you know, suck it up, deal with it, all that kind of shit. And the whole time, a motherfucker could be dying inside, could just be really going through some shit, but smiling on the outside, but the inside, it torn all the fuck apart. Uh, before we go any further, if you're watching on Facebook, please move over to YouTube so we can see your comments. Because we can't see him, and I'm not gonna uh, during this show. We are we are watching for the next uh, few episodes as we transition into yeah. our uh, YouTube only format. Uh, but for the moment, we, I am gonna be watching Facebook. But go on to YouTube. But yeah. if you don't have YouTube, whatever, stay where you're at. I will read your comments. Yeah, but for the most part, go to YouTube. Also, to hit that like and subscribe. Anyways, tonight's show is about uh, emotional abandonment. Now, I don't know. If motherfuckers even understand what the fuck that is, like, but what it is is like when you feel like your partner could it could be a best friend, it could be a wife, it could be a sister, it could be a mother, it could be anybody in your life that is not there for you, or you feel like they're not there for you emotionally. Um, from Psycho, and, uh, I'm sorry, ahead. I'm sorry, brother, from PsychCentral.com.
emotional abandonment is other people not meeting your emotional needs, leaving you feeling rejected, unloved, or painfully lonely. Uh, yeah. That was a uh, that was a uh, PhD. Uh, that was Kibby McMahon uh, on that website. So so yeah, man. Um, let's talk about that, bro. Feeling feeling rejected, unloved, or painfully lonely when you should have somebody there that is supposed to do. But that. should you have somebody there? Are you like it, you know I. I don't know if a, if a person uh, should like. I mean, that's a good question because uh, you know the word self esteem is how you feel about yourself. So you can pull that mic up if you want. Right, good. So like, yeah. self esteem is about how you feel about yourself. So you can't really get mad at somebody saying, "Oh, you you hurt my self esteem." Like, no, you gave them the control of how you see yourself. Then you know it's a whole different. Well, thing. We're talking about emotional, like emotional support. You know, if yes, uh, yes, yes, it's kind of like the same thing. Like, because if you're feeling like, I think, if you if you're <laughs> in a relationship and you're feeling uh, lonely, because I I even myself I've it, it, being in the house and feel like I'm the only motherfucker in there because I don't feel like people are really, or at times feel like anybody's. I won't. I don't know. Probably necessarily want to say paying attention to, to what I'm going through, but are not supportive in what I'm going through or not recognizing maybe that I'm going through something, you know, outside of me like yelling and screaming or, or just outright telling a motherfucker like, look, look, man, this is what the fuck I'm going through. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why, how it should be approached. I'm not sure. Can we um, ask this question? Can we ask uh, like, and I would say just maybe like starting from the beginning, if, if there's even a reasoning for it, is someone else responsible for your you know what I'm saying? Is someone else responsible for that? You could say you Shout feel Shout out emotion- D-Nick. D-Nick in the building. You could say you feel emotionally abandoned, and I guess, you know, it's a real theme, but, like, is someone responsible for that? Should I mean, you know what I'm saying? If you're true with yourself or 100 with yourself, are other people responsible for that? Let's pose that question. D-Nick, I saw you uh, shaking your head, brother. Uh, what do you think about that, man? Is, are people responsible? Just want to make sure I understand. What's up, everybody? Peace and blessings. Uh, every you're, you so just want to make sure I understand the question right, Gizzo. You the, said the topic uh, is emotional it, abandonment. Somebody abandoned mm-hmm. you emotionally. Mm-hmm. And and my question was for, to just start from the top: Is anybody really responsible for that? Is there a role that you play that would make you responsible, or are you just not responsible for that? Man, um, generally, like. For me, context is everything. So generally, no, no one's responsible for your happiness, you know, or your emotional, whatever, whatever. If there's an agreed upon thing of support, then, you know, your, your, um, if they don't, if they don't uphold, if they don't like hold firm to the agreement or whatever your, boundaries or your your get down is then you're responsible to to cut them off or you know adjust how you need to adjust but generally speaking no no one's what, by agreement do you mean like okay let's say oh just off the top of my head uh boyfriend girlfriend uh mm-hmm. marriage best friends mother daughter father son whatever like sh- isn't there like a, a shouldn't there be an emotional uh, responsibility for somebody uh, if you're in uh, either relationship. Uh, a related relationship or non-related relationship absolutely 
Um, but that's a that's an ethical and moral question, you know, and and that's all subjective at the end of the day. Right. Hey, D. Nick. Uh, before we go on, man, we talked about how uh, you know we're we're not licensed. Uh, therapists, psychologists, any of that. Can you give them your credentials? I did speak about that. I said we had a friend of the show that, that does come on. Can you talk about that real quick? Yeah, um, I am a, I'm a licensed uh, counselor. I do, um, I, I won't say the, the company, but I do the, I do uh, counseling um, for CPS and not like, I'm not a school counselor and trying to get like you to college or high school or, you know, your credits and stuff. I'm totally, you know, social emotional. So I'm, I'm certified in suicide prevention on a basic level of suicide prevention. I don't, you know, but I'm certified in suicide prevention. I'm like with my agency, we, we focus on young men. I work with like only boys, um, sixth, seventh, and eighth graders uh, currently. And you know, we have we we have a whole process of that and and encouraging them integrity, um, accountability, positive anger expression, self determination, visionary goal setting, and respect for womanhood. And you know, we go. I go through all of that. Um, with them and you know help them on their journey you know um through the partnership or the agency and cps when i'm not on the road do you feel do you feel like uh, from your experience do you feel like you've seen kids that are suffering from uh, emotional abandonment absolutely yeah. absolutely <laughs> absolutely right. every day every day what can you explain to people what that looks like how oh it, my how god it, how it how it plays itself out does it plays itself out in behaviors i'm sure it plays itself out uh verbally probably you know d let me add another part to heat detectors question uh it's the same thing uh you talked about being certified in in suicide um prevention yeah. i believe it was and i'm assuming you yeah. know like you know or, or have read about certain uh, about statistics or even just how you feel personally do you think that a lot of the reason for suicide is because of the feeling of emotionally ab abandoned man i can't give a general umbrella on the the reasons it's um a lot of it is is um it's it's all of the above man it'd be abandonment it, it could be mental illness it could be confusion and one of the unsung slept on things that people if we you know this is deviated but when you talk about suicide prevention yo man a lot of it be confidence too and not in the confidence i'm not that confident like yo man you gotta be like you got when someone is about to take themselves out there is a level of confidence and clarity that they have I can I can spot someone getting ready to go and make that move pretty consistently. Now I did I wasn't always, but now I'm like oh snap because you know you you have natural things in your body that will make you not do that. But you know man, if people are exhausted, you know, and it's like it's time to go. It's a different it's a different like level of self loathing. It's it's different, like when people take themselves out of it. You know, there's a there's just this lure of exhaustion. The closest thing I can say it reminds me of is when you see an elder 
getting ready to transition out of here, but they're still just hanging on and they just be looking like, why am I still here? I'm tired. And they're just tired of suffering. They're just tired of suffering. And that's a lot of it. Like the one of the one of the things about like suicide prevention, and this is a harsh type of demo, man, them people like if they got it in their mind that they gonna do it, man, ain't nothing nobody can do to stop that. You know, and that's well, us as you know, human beings that ain't there, like we we don't believe that. You know, you you won't catch it. You will not catch it a lot of times unless you're really trying to see, like, oh man, like he is. He's not just depressed. He's depressed and exhausted. Right. You just you know what I'm saying. He's depressed, exhausted, and confident. Right. He's depressed, exhausted, and confident. It's a, it's a. You speak on that confidence. I think you, I, I, what I'm get, what I gather from that is like, okay, so you you get to a point where you're just like, you know what, that's it. So the confidence, because you have to be, because there's a there's a level, of, there's a your uh, your body has or your mind, your body or whatever it has um, self preservation. So it takes a level of like. Yeah, I'm. This is it. I'm. That's. I'm tired. That right. I'm gone. I'm done. Yeah. 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 I want to hit one of the comments, man. Uh, we are still we are still watching on Facebook for the comments. Uh, but for those on Facebook, we would like you to go to YouTube. But Joshua James Hackler, he said suicide isn't always a choice. Mm, Ot, what do you think no, about I didn't that, see. man? Um, I'm gonna say it is a choice, but like we just said, once you decide. And I've, I've had a couple of military brothers uh, choose that choose that, that route to deal with problems. But we say it's a short-term solution uh, for a long-term problem. But it it is a decision. You know, once you once you feel you like we said, once you feel you tired, uh, uh, you get that okay. There ain't no other way out of look. Tried everything else. Uh, we talk about the abandonment. Ain't nobody else here for me, so I got to go ahead and finish this up. Uh, and and we like we said. It is a decision, though. Um, yeah, and, and you got to be able to spot that. Hmm. Well, it's a tough decision, you know. I, <laughs> to be to be transparent, I've had thoughts before, <laughs> and and but it's there's there's the self preservation part that I, I just I don't know. Like when when I whenever I had had those thoughts, were uh, like, all right, well, I felt like yeah, fuck it, and then. <laughs> Then, then it was like, well, really? You know what I mean? And I don't know if that's like the self-preservation part or, or just me not not at that point where I was just like, we're that goddamn tired or whatever. But I, I know that, that the thoughts have been there before and I know how tough that is and I know how fucked up feeling that is and just trying to even move uh, forward or, or past that. You know what I'm saying? And then to not also to feel like the, to not be emotionally supported is a heavy one as well if you're feeling that way and you're feeling you don't have anybody there that's supportive emotionally supportive for you to either talk to be around do, I mean, like anything really you know what i mean it could be it could be really hard because you know the thing about it is once you make that move like it once once it's done it's done you know and, and i've heard people say like talk about like as far as like um <clears throat> Like the guy that jumped off of the the bridge in New York, 
there was a documentary about that and a lot of people go to that bridge to jump off and he said he really wanted to do it and was decided that he was going to do it and the moment he stepped off of that ledge he said he instantly regretted it as soon as he jumped off and hit that water and broke probably every bone in his body but he lived and he lived to talk about it um, and and just playing back to uh, to Joshua's uh, to Joshua's comment about suicide isn't always a choice. I think maybe he might have meant like um, like nine eleven, like uh, you know we seen the people jumping out of the building and stuff like that. That was suicide, but I you know maybe at that point you didn't have a choice. Um, <clears throat> Joshua also just commented. He said the ones who really want to do it, you would never guess that they actually would. I don't know, Joshua uh, Dina. You said that it's pretty easy to spot somebody who's about well, to do that no no i'm, I'm sorry i'm gonna cut you i'm when i say it, it me i'm but i'm trained in that you know what i'm saying i'm not saying like and and you know when i say confident like you know one thing about me man like being in working in that as a counselor and all that stuff i'm very very concise and direct with my words i don't romanticize nothing i wasn't a romantic dude like prior to like i'm very like you know technical and direct about the stuff so when i say like the confidence like what he was talking about like you know he had thoughts but, you know, and he's like, whoa, wait, wait, it ain't that, you know, like I've known people who physically would, would hurt themselves and cut. And then, you know, but they're not they're not going they're not going upstream. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a right. way to cut that'll take you out instantly. You know what I'm saying? So it, when I say confidence, I'm talking about it's a it's a compile of things you won't you won't know. It's like when people say like man he was he was cool he was uh, he was he was dope and you know like he was we was just i just talked to him and you know it's because he um you know like he or she like were really building their their confidence up you know to where it's like okay everybody good everybody's good everybody's good they'll be good they'll be straight when i'm not here cool i'm out you know what i'm saying and what and Let's and you won't it. you won't catch it. You won't always catch it. That's this the thing. Like, but you know, like the, you you might say like, oh man, they're having a good moment. They having a real good moment. That might be the time when you're supposed to keep an eye out on them. Like, hey man, come here. You know what I'm saying? Hey girl, what are you doing? Come over here. Like you know because they you know because they might be they might be exhausted. You know, from with me, I'm like, man, if it's somebody that's already got tendencies like that. And then they're really, really exhausted, and they're just really confident. Like, you know what? Everybody good. They checking on. They'll be checking on you. Like, how you doing, man? How you? You know? Right. Like, that's the thing. That's the thing that, like, for me personally, someone we all knew, man. Blessings to brother Mike One. Like, that's something that haunts me to this day. Like, cause you know. I, I remember everything in hindsight 20 like before his nieces that just won a martial arts competition you know um uh what's my man what's my man um who just had a was it Spartacus I think some somebody like had an album release and Mike was there and 
Mike don't wouldn't regularly call me. Mike will never regularly call me. And he hit me up and he was like, yo, man, how's everything going, man? How's you and Microphone Misfits? And I was like, we good, man. All right, man. I see y'all moving, da-da-da-da, man. We're going to do something. And you know how Mike was. Mike was a little asshole. He'd be like, oh, but it's got to be the right show. I got to do something with y'all, but it's got to be the right show. I ain't finna have you motherfuckers upstaging me. And then, you know, and he and he got off. I got off the horn with him. I was like, oh, that was random, but that was cool. But he checked in on me, and then you see that Facebook post, and then boom. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I didn't catch it. Man, at that moment. I know you'll never forget where you were when you found out about Mike, man. We all remember that, man. Chi-Town legend Mike One, man. Uh, Rest in peace. I want to get into the comments because right now it's really active. So we're going to do some YouTube comments first, the one you just had on the screen. And then we're going to holler at everybody on Facebook right now, too. Um, Nick Garcia said, sometimes... People who commit suicide are the kindest, upbeat, soft-spoken people who appear to not have a care in the world. Um, that's very Peace true. to Bob Rock. Bob Peace Rock. to Bob Shout Rock. to Bob Rock, man. Um, and we're going to get back into uh, the people that are supporting us on Facebook and watching the show. Joshua said... Um, you know, um, or Shadow Master, I'm sorry. Shout out to Shadow, who've been watching all the shows uh, today so far. Uh, Shadow's opinion is that it's one of the most selfish decisions anyone can make. The chaos and unanswered questions that are left behind can destroy somebody. Um, and you're 100% right, man. Joshua, uh, after that, he said, poor mental health is a huge contributing factor to suicide. 90% of people who commit suicide have a moment of regret. Um, and then Shadow said, when they have made their minds up to do it, most of the times they do a farewell tour like Mike One. Um, we were just talking about Mike, man. Um, uh, Shadow said that uh, <clears throat> Mike came to Sub T Tuesday, sh- three Tuesdays straight. I asked him, what the hell's going on? Because this ain't you. This better not be a farewell tour. He laughed at me, and then I hear the news. Um, and the final comment, Joshua said, they're ashamed to tell people that they feel the way and usually no one is there for them for real problems. Ah, emotional. Be emotional. <laughs> emotional bandwidth, right. man. Yeah, Mike, Mike, me that. and Mike worked two weeks before he passed away. We did a, we did a, a, a show to give out a, a opening slot for somebody. And, uh, and Mike was one of the hosts along with, uh, with DA Smart and with the record mm-hmm. Triple Darkness. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was. It was. It's true, man. They. I, I feel like they do come around right before. Um, let's jump back, bro. Before we get too far, I feel like we we kind of stayed on the suicide thing. Um, back, it's all tied in. It's definitely it's all, all tied, tied in. in. Um, emotional abandonment. What is? Have you guys been emotionally abandoned? I mean, I'm sure you have, but like, uh, Joshi, you had a moment like that, bro. Emotional abandonment. Uh, no, honestly, I feel like everybody has before, whether you were uh, one not doing it or not receiving it. Um, when I was young, my father wasn't around. So that emo- I already had this natural emotional abandonment from who was supposed to be, you know, the other half. The mentors, look up. look up to it, right. Exactly, because I had my, supposed to be the mother and the father. Those are the first ones you look up to as a child, so. I didn't have that other half, so I had to find other means for that because I wasn't getting it from there. And that can it can stem from a lot of things because he, he could have had the same situation. My father could have had the same thing when he was growing up also. So he not may have not been emotionally available to me because maybe he didn't get the same thing in return when he was young because he didn't really know how to do so. So how sometimes people might, a lot of times people might do it 
completely on accident or unaware that they're doing that to somebody because they don't know what it's like because some people never got that. Generation, generational pain and generational curses and shit, man. That's why it's important to like, you know, to, to break those things. Um, Joshua said the ripple effect of suicide promotes suicide. Mm. It could. I mean, uh, man, uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts, d -Nick? I see your, I see the, the hamster and the wheel in your head going. No, I was just, I was thinking about me being emotionally abandoned. Like, did I, did I ever feel emotionally abandoned? And I, I, you know, I had a, a slew of other issues. I don't know if I would, and maybe emotional abandonment was a part of it, but I just, I wouldn't really, I don't know if I would can contextualize it like that or, you know, label it like emotional abandonment. Um, I probably was more rejectful of like anything like, like a lot of emotional support. I was, I was one of those. I was very rejectful of like a lot of emotional support at the time you know like growing up and even most of my adulthood is only in recent years that i've kind of like you know what i'm just going to be as vulnerable as i'm allowed to be as long as some of these people like these things don't um you know because we all compromise at the end of the day musically and you know and and work wise it's um but yeah i've, I've more been I've more been a rejecting certain things because I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna deal with the with loss. Like I didn't really want like loss. So I'm like, you know what? If I don't have, then I can't lose. You know. So I was more, I was more resistant to any emotional support. Where it's like, oh, thank you. Just the thought that counts. I don't need nothing from you, but I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Is it is it that an abandonment, or is that the where you building the wall up so you don't overcommit yourself? Yeah, but that might be. Say, yeah, that was when I when I read today was there's there's two parts to it. Is the person that feels them uh, that that they're being emotionally abandoned, and the person that actually does, uh, uh, or that 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 doesn't reciprocate or not reciprocate doesn't receive the uh support doesn't want to receive hmm. the support you know the right, right, right. with a reason I, right because there's a yeah, reason so i, I, I brought all of this up today because i had like first of all i woke up this morning having a fucked up day and i had to like really sit myself down i went outside and i sat outside for like 45 minutes or so and i just had to really just like get out of the house and just sit down and get like try to get a peace of mind but my mind was just going all over the place and then um, we were gonna we went to the zoo today, and this was again I hate keep bringing up this drinking shit, but what happened while I was at the zoo I was so fucking disconnected with everything that was happening, right? And not and I wasn't able to have any fun. I wasn't able to to fucking be a part of anything and everything. I felt like everything that was happening around me was 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 hurting my feelings and 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 fucking with me, and uh, mm -hmm. shit. Hold on. <laughs> I kept trying to pull it together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, I was thinking, what the fuck? What, I was talking to my wife and I was like, well, I don't understand this because I feel like I'm What's about to have a, a full meltdown. 
And right. she's like, well, maybe mm-hmm. it's the crowd or maybe it's this. And she goes, look, but you've always been like this. You never, you never wanted to go anywhere. You never wanted to do any of this. And then when we go and do mm-hmm. it, you would be like a stick in the mud and not mm-hmm. be a part of anything. And that shit, even after that, when we walked out, I felt better. Like when we got yep. out of there, I felt better, a little bit better. And as we, uh, you know, drove home, I felt a little <clears> bit more better. Uh, but then we got back to the house and then it, it just kind of creeped up on me again. And I was just like, man, where, where in the fuck does that come from? And, and, and why in the fuck am I feeling that way? Because when, when, when my wife had said to me, oh, well, you always did that. And I was like, well, you know what? I, was, I always drank when we went to these places, too. And I think that was a coping mechanism while I was there going through that shit. Uh, question heat was it was it a was it a beautiful experiment experience and an environment was it you know like like your experience with like like the scene and you you would your, your old lady and all of that how what, what was that it was, uh, it was pretty much the whole family except for my my other son oh. um, we, we were all there but i was just i could not fucking i could not connect like i couldn't there, everybody was having fun, and I was just like, mm-hmm. "Fuck, I can't, I can't do this. I can't, I can't." Uh, I was having a hard time interacting with my wife. I, I, I was having a, a really hard time interacting with my son. Was that a moment of? Was that a mo- I mean, was that a moment of guilt? I don't know what the fuck it was. I really. Don't you know, know. Um, a lot of times, I don't know. If, you know, we all have met people, even ourselves, have been abused and all of that type of stuff. Man, a lot of times when people have gone through like an abuse or something, one thing, like once they get good, like you, we've all heard the story, like why is she messing with that dude? Like she always messing with dudes that like slap her around or treat her like this, that, and the third. Because a lot of times, like the comfort is in the habit, in the routine, and when you when you experience something good. That feels like abuse because you're so not used to it. It's almost like when you eat, when you eat like shit and then you eat something healthy and then it's like, oh man, I ate some broccoli or I ate some cauliflower and my whole stomach is messed up. It's because you you just let your system know, oh, this is the way I should be eating. And I've been eating like shit before, you know, and my body was used to the shit, but now it just my whole system just got shocked. It was like, oh no, this is the way you should be doing, you know, and everything else in you is messed. That's, that's, that's why it's always mind, body, and soul is that all that is connected because that's the same thing with experiences when, you know, it's just a, when you hear about them dudes and them chicks that get with like shitty partners and, you know, and they be with them for a long time, just dogging them out. And then they get with a nice person, a nice girl, a nice guy. And they, and just shit on her or shit on him and it's because it's because all that positivity feels like abuse because it's shocking your system in the way you should be treated and it just brings up all the way that you weren't treated you know I like think, that I think that's the same like, thing with good moments i think maybe also too like when we have um and we've spoke about those moments here on the show about like um i had one not that long ago where like you go out drinking and you get really you know you just have like a really bad night and shit out and the next day you're like sad you're feeling remorse you know what i'm saying you're like dude this is not how i should be treating myself this is not <clears throat> like how how it should be 
I want to get back into the comments real quick so we don't uh, get too far away from the topics. Um, Shadow Master said, I've never been able to abandon my emotions, not even as a child. If I'm happy, sad, angry, or whatever, you're going to see it on my face if you pay attention. Um, Joshua said, swindle for president. <laughs> um, Shadow, Shadow said, uh, sounds like anxiety, and he was talking about you. Uh, he yeah, well, well, and uh, Joshua said, guilt. That I don't know uh, when my my wife had went to the bathroom and I walked with her. I was gonna get I was gonna try to get a coffee and um uh when she came out I was like I don't know what the fuck is going on but I feel like I'm, I'm I feel I just felt like I was being triggered and I hate using that word triggered but I felt like there was some shit going on all around me that was just fucking up my whole shit and she was like Are you all right and I'm like No nah, I'm not all right I'm, I feel like I'm about to fucking lose my my shit. Like, and, and I, and I, and I was struggling because I, I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't really pinpoint like what the fuck was going on and what was, what it was that, because I started feeling really anxious and, 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 you know, I, I, yeah, I don't know what the fuck, you know what I mean? And it, and the effect of it is still lingering. Obviously it's still lingering. And, uh, what do you feel when that emotion hits you? Be like. You know, you had a moment on the show. We all have our moments. When you had your moment right now, what what were you feeling like? What was lost? Just lost. Still confused right. about that moment. Yeah, that just happened lost. today. Just lost. Like I don't. Maybe with time. Maybe with time, bro. As the days go by, you'll be able to think about that moment. You know what I'm saying, and be more secure with it to the point where the next time you guys go out, you'll be able to probably deal with it different. And this is. It sounds like it's one of the first times that maybe one of the first times that y'all do something like this since you stopped drinking. So well, we we went out before and everything, but apparently, uh, whenever we done those kind of things, went like to the museum or or anything, I was all I, I, from what I understand, been what I was told today, because I had no idea uh, that I would I would just be like over off somewhere where everybody else is doing shit, and I'd just be standing there, and that's pretty much what I was doing today. But I was very aware that I was not being a part of everything. But as much as I wanted to like gravitate and be a part of everything. The more I wanted to gravitate towards it, the more I kept pulling the fuck back. Like, yeah, more, man, that more, was more that was, you. It was a good. You just you just describe it as a good scene, and you know, and that that has a lot of effects. It, it could, you know, you could resist it because you don't. It could be, and and it's not even like it's just one. It's multiple. So it's, there's right. part of guilt. Like, man, this is beautiful. Do I deserve this? Oh man. This is how this is how life is supposed to be with my family and my loved ones, and they just you know you just you ate something healthy, you know, aka experienced something healthy, and all of the things that your body is used to not experience, like that, that it used to experiencing that's unhealthy, you know, you just shocked your system. It just shocked your system, you know, um, and that's you know that that's that's common, man. That's it's not a it's not um you're not weird for it you're not you're not strange for it that happened weird or anything like that i you know this is another reason why i chose the topic because i you know i didn't know if it was if it was me that was putting the wall up or if it was if if i felt like okay well uh, like nobody sees it in my face that i'm over here and i'm struggling you know what i mean because everybody's over there just having the fucking time of their life and i'm over here struggling like a motherfucker to keep it together and uh, I was going through a lot, of, a lot of different levels of emotions and feelings and thoughts and shit. And um, 
uh, part of this journey that I'm on right now is dealing with a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Because I've done a lot yeah. of things. I've done a lot of fucked yeah. up shit. Real and talk, so right. I, I understand and know that a lot of it I just got to eat. You know what I mean? Just from right. like just conversations on the show and shit, you know, uh, I, I know that I got to eat shit. I know that's part of it. I mean, I mean, for, for lack of better terms, eating shit. Uh, but mm-hmm. some of it, you just, you know, kind of like what you reap what you sow kind of thing. And you have right. to be accountable for it. And you have to be like, all right, well, you know, I, I did that shit. And now I got to deal with that shit. Yeah, man, it's big, man. It's it's like you you know how, and we I, I, I'm assuming I don't want to speak for nobody, but I'm assuming everybody feels. Y'all know how sometimes it's hard for us to take compliments. I know it is for me. Like it's like that like it's that it's just a like it's a magnified version of that. Like when people give you a compliment from especially like most of us is in hip hop, so it's like when someone give you a compliment. And hip hop, you know, we're so used to people like, oh man, your old ass still doing that. You were bumming your mama basement. Da, 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 da. We're so used to that that it's just like, dang, when someone give you a compliment, like it's a shock to your system. You're like, ooh, that felt good. Oh my god, like you know, like man, I could cry. I'm trying to keep my like it's all of that, man. It's just or, or the you know, negative, that's what I say, man. The negative part of you, D Nick, is saying I don't fucking believe. I don't him. deserve it. They hating or oh, some shit like it. right? They like low key like. They low-key hating. Shadows uh, uh, got a few comments real quick. Shadow said, that's anxiety heat. There's something that's triggering your anxiety when you are around particular people. Um, shout out to Ricardo De La Rosa tuning in as well. Joshua said, got to love people from afar, baby. And we're going to get back to that real quick. Um, your personal being is uh, well-being and peace is key. Uh, Shadow said, you could be subconsciously expecting something bad to happen and your mental goals into the uh into defense mode small fries baby but um i want to go back to what he said what joshua said about gotta love people from afar i get that point of it bro where you're putting up a wall so that you don't fucking get let down by somebody else by giving people too much but i feel like that also uh it's bad like for love and relationships man like you know, because if you're just always with that wall up, when are you ever going to have something like, when do you have something real with somebody if you always have that wall up or you're not ex- accepting love or you're not? Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with that because you got to think about it like when you get in a relationship, you pretty much got to have a trust fall with your emotions with that person. You have right. to have, just have to have trust that they're going to support you at least emotionally and understand what you're mm-hmm. trying to do in this world and how your mind thinks how you feel and how you act because it all goes together if they can't you know understand that and support that then it's going to make it very complicated at times yeah bob rock said i love people love performing in front of crowds yet i kind of hate being observed in public i wish i could chill in public (laughs) and be invisible yeah man and and in this game and we're talking about that off camera before the show or actually on the Shy City Cypher podcast, in this game, man, you can't be like that. You know what I'm saying? I know like you would want to be like that, but if you want to be uh, someone that's successful and it's got a good network of people, you have to be like somebody that's personable and you can't be standing up against the wall. And I think you got to be able to fight that somehow, whether however it is that you do it, whether with therapy or t- talking with the homies on the check-in or whatever it is, like you, you do have to get past that, man, because, you know, that's the only way to be successful in this shit or, or successful in your words is by being able to network and be personable with people. 
But I feel you, man. Sometimes, you know, I think that's why when I go to shows, I go knowing already that I'm ready for that environment. I'm ready for the fucking people coming up. I'm ready for I'm ready for all that shit when I'm going there because I already know. On days where I really haven't felt it, I won't go. I won't go because I already know I'm going to go over there and fucking not talk to nobody. Or That's impossible, but still. Um, whoop de whoop sports podcast shout out to you man in the comments he said you should give yourself a pat on the back for doing something that you aren't used to doing and getting out of your comfort zone don't give up on yourself heat we see you working keep doing you that's what's up thumbs up 100 yeah. well i'll, I'll say yeah. this I, I, and, and not response but just uh, because i don't feel like it was a wall i was putting up there like i said i was very aware of 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 what was happening, but I just, I, I didn't feel I had control over what was happening. I didn't feel like you I, don't. I, I didn't, you didn't. Not, not, no, no, I'm saying like control even of yeah. myself of what was happening. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I felt completely out of control. And for a person who likes, I like control being under control. <laughs> it was, mm -hmm. it was, it was mad crazy, but then it wasn't, it was, it was a lot of different feelings. It was, a, it was a lot of, a lot of different emotions that were going on at that particular time. It wasn't that I was specifically trying to put up a wall or felt like I was putting up a wall because I was, I, like I had told my wife, I'm trying, I'm trying really hard. It didn't sound like you was putting up, you, you didn't describe it like you was putting up a wall. It doesn't, that didn't sound like that at all. It sounded like, you know, that you, your body was having a reaction to this. Like yeah. your body was totally having a reaction to this, and it did, it didn't sound like a wall at all, you know. Yeah, I t so that's what I told her. I said I don't know what the fuck, you know, and I don't know uh, shit. Uh, like I said, I, I even even now still struggling with pieces of it, you know, that are still lingering, and just really in my mind wanting wanting to to understand where that shit came from because. Clearly, if that shit has affected me, and 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 I've been with my wife for twenty five years, shout out. She's dealt That's with real. that. That's cool. With me That's forever, dope. you know what I'm That's saying? Cool. And man, that 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 means to me. That means that that shit was. It, it has to have affected Barry. me in so many other different areas and different things. I may not have had the same visceral response, you know what I mean? But it has affected me. I'm sure of it in different areas in, in relationships and aspects of life and when I'm doing shit and that troubled me. So all of it was just troubling to me, just just in general, trying to trying to uh, understand it and wrap my brain around it. It was really troubling because it's it felt like the more I, I, I was pushing myself to engage, the more I, I just kept fucking falling back like they, we'd be walking and. And be walking by everybody and I'd try to fucking talk and shit sounded like in my mind I was sounding like what the fuck Corny. what am I talking yeah, about what am, what am I doing and then before I knew it everybody's walking up there and I'm like 10-15 feet behind and I'm just standing there and I'm just like walking slow and I'm just like looking around and I'm like what the fuck you know my wife would linger back or, or my son would linger back and I'm like you good I'm like ah, yeah I'm alright I, I guess I, I don't know get back up with everybody and then it, it just kept happening when they'd stop and look at animals man i'm, I'm i i'd start with them and then i'd almost unconsciously be i'm literally 20 feet away now and i'm just standing there with my fucking hands in my pockets just looking like a fucking i don't know what 
and I don't even know what I was feeling or what I was thinking about because there was so much shit racing around in my brain. I'm not trying to make this all about me, but this is why I, I, I felt the need to bring this this topic up because I don't know if I if I was what I was feeling, but it felt like some type of emotional abandonment and when because i started mm-hmm. thinking about my mother and i started thinking about yeah, the father that i've never met yeah. and 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 you know and, and just things of that nature and abuse as a child and, and shit mm-hmm. and just you know i i don't know like like you were talking about earlier d nick about not feeling you know kids not feeling loved or not you know uh, things like that and i think a lot of times growing up for myself putting up this exterior wall like you know I'm good mm-hmm. I'm okay and I'm okay and I'm okay but now that I'm not drinking which I hate fucking bringing that up but it's true that I was using that alcohol as a as a as a mask or as a yeah a part of the process yeah, yeah. Right. and so like now it's like if it ain't one fucking thing it's another and it feels like it feels like all of this shit for all these years is now just piling the fuck up day by day by day by day by day and I'm looking around and I'm going what the fuck and I'm trying to deal with this, and then and then I start thinking about this, and then I start thinking about that, and then I try to keep my, myself busy with this to not think about that, but then something else happens, and then I'm fucking triggered about this. And, uh, oh man, hey, he, it's a fucking mess. What? Let's um, I I, I want to do something, talk about something. Let's let's turn the camera around for a minute and talk about what somebody could do because you know we always talk about resolving things and solutions to things because yeah. that's what the point of this show is about. If you're feeling emotionally abandoned, and we'll go around the table, what what's your advice on what someone could do to not feel that way? It, you know, whatever it be, maybe an exercise, maybe just in your opinion what it is. What can someone do to not feel that way? Because there's people listening that are feeling emotionally abandoned, and maybe something that one of us could say to help them out with that. Like, hey, look, try this, do this, do this. Um, let's talk about it, man. What what do you think, Josh? You, um, honestly, you need to find some type of, uh, like an outlet. Uh, what I would do is if I'm like in my thoughts or in my emotions, I would just like, I'd like to go out, just go for a walk. Just be as close as nature as I possibly can. If there's trees there, I'm walking that, I'm walking that road. Cause sometimes you need to evaluate yourself and how you see yourself because sometimes you might project you know, certain things that might not be the case. Cause sometimes, like I said, uh, a person may not be knowing that they're not being, uh, that they're, they have no idea that they're abandoning you emotionally cause they are unaware of their own emotions. So mm-hmm. sometimes you got to put in that effort to show them to be vulnerable enough so they can learn how to support you. So sometimes you gotta, gotta go tit for tat sometimes. But yeah, just, Find something you can do by yourself and take in your own energy and the energy around you. Hmm. Yeah. Find, find, that pay, find that place of peace. OT, exactly. what do you think, brother, man? What would you, what advice you give for somebody that that's like that, man? Feeling emotionally abandoned? How can you help them out with some advice to not feel that way? I'm going to use the same thing uh, the brother just said. Uh, uh, is get out and do some, do some sports or something. Um, uh, in in and some of the last things I've done, it's been uh, some kind of physical exertion, uh, burpees, uh, um, yeah. whatever, whatever you can get to get to, because uh, that'll start those feel good hormones inside and, and get away and definitely breathing. You know, we talk about my, my five second rule thing I always talk about, but 
just getting out, getting some fresh air in you, um, and, and gives you a clear perspective uh, of what's going on, helps you evaluate the situation you're dealing with. That's what's up, man. Take some time for yourself is the message that I'm getting. Uh, Dina, yes, what do you what do you think about that? Man, I, man, it, you know, I I don't have like quick fixes or or like do the quick because it's, it's a process and a journey. Like for me, especially when I do sessions, you know, with people, I, I'll say this like. To me, understanding is the big thing, you know. Um, so if you want to understand the unknown, you first study the known. So you can, you know, like, you know, you take your time and kind of figure out that because that, that'll like dictate what needs to be happening. Now, if you're talking about like, like something like a positive anger expression, then yeah, like what, what OT and what the brother, you know, I'm sorry, I don't get your name, bro. Um, Joshy, Josh, 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 right. Thank you. Um, like, you know, like that, like burpees, you know, I know when like some of like my, um, I hate calling them clients, but some of the students that I work with, like if they really about to like lose it, you know, we get the focus mitts and, you know, and, and they just punch it out and talk to me as they punching. You know what I'm saying? Um, control of breath is always control of energy. So, you know, your control of your breath is very important. And that, you know, dictates your energy. Um, but, I, man, I just, I don't have, I, I you know, I don't have, like, uh, just a general, I don't like to throw those type of things. Um, it just, it really depends on what it is. But I would always start with, like, understanding, like, you know, controlling your breath. And you know, and contextualize, just have solid understanding of what's going on. Like, you know, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, I think that um, <clears throat> as far as that goes, feeling emotionally abandoned and something that you know we always hear when we're either at somebody's funeral that we know that we love, um, or in other situations is always remember the positive. And that's what I would say to that about feeling emotionally abandoned. Yeah, there's going to be, you know, parts of your life that are negative and things that you're going through where you're that people that in your life that are making you feel that way. But there's also people in your life or might be that, you know, that are there for you, that are good to you um, and, and just other things you got in your life, things that you might have to look forward to. There's there's you can replace You know, it's probably easier said than done, but, you know, try to replace that feeling like that and just remember that there is good things in your life and there is people that care about you and and anybody that's listening man you you aren't alone bro like somebody there's people out there that love you like taking that doing you know going to the extreme man there's, there's always somebody out there that loves you man you're not alone um and we're here for you and like we say on the show man no matter what it is you're going through man if you know as cliche as it may sound if you can hold on till sunday to the check-in you know, let us know what's going on. We'll make the topic about about for the show about what you're going through. We won't say no names and we'll be able to talk about it. So at least you have something to look forward to, some positivity. Um, but, yeah, I'll just say that, man. Like if you're going through that situation, things aren't looking good in life. Remember that the goods, the positives, the, uh, your kids, you know, someone else, your sister, your brother, someone you may have. Just just remember that, that you are loved. They call um, that they call that. Um, uh, not not thought redirection, but it's like when you redirect your thoughts 
to think of, you know, uh, in some positive thought replacement. There you go. Yeah. But even that can be difficult. You know what I'm saying? That that can be very difficult. Breathing uh, can be difficult. You know what I mean? That, that, that Like Dina said, there's really not a, like a, a one shot fix or a, 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 a gotta go, brothers. A quick, a quick. All right, OT. All right, OT, man. We appreciate you, brother. Salute. Thank yeah, you for being in her. But it is a practice, though. He, yeah. it, it, it's not, it's not a that. That's 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 where I'm. I'm terrible, like with the one shot, because you know they. We don't. We we not for us as like as counselors. We're not like they don't advise us do that. We you know we don't um we don't do like because it's a process. And by it being a process, that means it has to be a practice. You have to practice doing this. That's why I'm like, nah, man. I didn't like from what you described. Your 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 get your feelings being at the zoo. I didn't sound like a wall. It sounded like, oh man, you was you was just you was there. It sounded like you were really really there. You know what I'm saying? And then it just it just hit you. It just shocked your system. You know, right. and you know, and now, now comes the hard part. You got to practice how to how to adjust with all of that. You know, it's um yeah, how to you know. As, I don't mean to cut you off, bro. But like as I said you know, uh, er, earlier that morning, I was always like I, you know, I I always say on this show, you know, I wake up try to be, you know, and I try to be, but do better than I did yesterday. And so with that, like I woke up, I felt I felt cool, and then. Just like out of nowhere again, just feeling like shit and stuff. And so I went outside and I pulled a chair up. I let the dogs out and I just sat in the chair and I was like just chilling and then started feeling really fucked up again. So I started breathing and just breathing and breathing and that helped, but it, it helped for a minute and then it was, then it, the shit just kept coming. And, uh, so I just kept doing that and then, uh, I don't know. Then it was just like time to go. And then it was just like, all right, put on this happy face, whatever the fuck, get in the car, we go. And I remember feeling uh, like really anxious getting there. And uh, and then it, everything else from the morning started to creep into that too. So there was a, there was, it was a multitude of things that were going on in my head. You know what I mean? Some yeah. of it I can't pinpoint. Some of it I, I know what the fuck was going on. Um, but it it's just... It was really difficult to 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 keep myself in in, in, in order, like, and maybe that's like part of why I kept backing the fuck up because I kept feeling like I was about to lose my shit, and part of me backing up and getting away from everybody was I was breathing as well, but I was really trying to maintain myself because I felt I felt overly emotional. I felt like I was about to scream, cry, do something. And then I, at one point, one guy walked by me, and I swear to God, I felt like kicking that motherfucker in the stomach for no fucking reason and starting a brawl. And I don't know what the fuck that was because I literally, like, he was walking by, and I literally, like, twitched for a second, and I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck am I doing? And then I backed up more from everybody, and I was like, what the fuck? Because I, I, I don't know what the fuck was going on with me. I really don't. And um. That's really the biggest part that I'm struggling with, because I'm like I said, I, it's still lingering a little bit, but I yeah. feel, you know, I feel I feel a little better, you know. Uh, I don't feel like I felt earlier, right, right. But 
it's still lingering. And I think like, I'm just trying to uh, really doing my best to try to figure it the fuck out. And, and maybe it's not for me to figure out by myself. And that's why another reason why, like I really appreciate and love this show so much because there is the camaraderie, there is uh, the, a place to be vulnerable, a place to talk and a place to really kind of dissect things and hear different opinions and, and, and different thoughts on it. It does help. Uh, but, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to have to seek some goddamn therapy or something. And I, and I thought about you, D-Nick, when you, when you offered the, uh, the men's uh, getaway thing. I, yeah. I, I, I think I would, would serve me uh, well, you know what I mean, with dealing with all of this shit and then dealing with family problems and dealing with just shit, you know what I mean? Just life. life. With just waking, like yeah. I feel like, man, I was looking at somebody the other day and, and, and they were talking and they were like, yeah, I've been at my job, uh, you know, 25 fucking years and this and that. And I've been doing music for longer than that. And, and, and it's like, what the fuck have I done? I just, then I started feeling extra guilty. Like, what the fuck have I done with my life? Like, I, shit, I ain't got no retirement program. I ain't got no IRA. I ain't got shit. Like, what the fuck? Thinking about that shit. Just a lot. I don't know. No, I, I understand. I, I went through uh, uh, a, a similar, not quite that. I just went through a similar, uh, you know, get down with, um, you know, with, like when when you're talking about the, the music stuff, you know, and it's just like, oh my God, it's it's so, and, and you know, we've done we've done all right, but because. We've done that all right. We've done good. Like me and the fellas have done really, really good. We get to regularly travel and hit the road and all of that stuff. But man, it when you see how the sausage is made, it just like man, it it makes you feel like what the fuck? Like you know, it's like man, hip hop stinks. Like you know. You, you really, you really, you know, it gives you, it gives you an anxiety and then you've been, you've been doing it for so long. And then especially if you're like, like moderately successful, like, you, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, man, like, God, this is, it stinks. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh man, you hate it, you know? But you love it. You feel like yeah. you feel like a fool. So I, I no, I totally get. Yeah, I was going through that like like crazy, like recently. Shout out to Bob Rock. I had to call Bob Rock, but I was like, "Yo, man, this is this killing me." <laughs> Life is tough, and we all got we all got our journey, man. Like you know, and you know, I don't wish bad upon anybody. I hope all of us feel better tonight. I hope that anybody watching this feels better feels good get something out of it uh but we're about to we're about to uh end the show and as we do we're gonna give them last words we're gonna start ot then go d nick then go joshy then go motherfucking jizzo and then myself close it out ot last all right all right all right how you guys doing it's been a great show fellas all the people that's been uh checked in with us we appreciate you um, my thing on this is, is we, uh, as we un unwrap this as you, with your shows, as we unpack this, as you go up in your attic, what's in your head, what you're dealing with, take your time and appreciate it. Be, be in the moment and um, just think about it. And I said, if you, if you need some help, like we've been talking about, reach out, find somebody you can talk to who's uh, 
uh, you trust and, and believe in and uh, and you'll be okay. Hmm. All right. We appreciate those thoughts, brother. D-Nick, my man. Man, always on broken record, context, compassion, nuance, and data, you know, like to, you know, put things in its proper perspective and be a hugger. It's not just touchy-feely. To hug is to acknowledge, embrace, so you can let go. Mm. Acknowledge, embrace, and let go. Mm. Joshy, last thoughts about tonight? Yeah, I would say just learn how to communicate with not only the people that you care about, but with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's very important. You have to learn. Sometimes you have to go down that, that rabbit hole of your own emotions to under, understand yourself better. Sometimes it gets frustrating, but you have to push through it. Because the better you learn yourself, the better that you can communicate with people. Word. Nice. I feel that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chizzle. <clears throat> I wanted to read something and then comment after it really quick. Um, it said, what does emotional relation uh, abandonment look like in a relationship? Uh, it says your partner shows no interest in physical intimacy and does not respond to your expressions of affection, lack of empathy. Your partner is not interested in what you think or feel or in knowing what is going on in your life. He is dismissive of your feelings and experiences and, den- and does not show any empathy towards you. Uh, my final thoughts are that if you are on the end that is not giving that is not being there. I don't think that there's that if the person that you love or whoever is in this situation is feeling this way, that that's a final. You can always switch it. You can always turn it around. I just gave you all the definition, man. Start showing more interest. Even if you start slow, start slow if you have to. Some things don't. You can't build trust back up in a day. You can't build up an emotional abandonment in a day, but you can start and you can start slow and attempt to build that because if once you realize once like, you know, we spoke about in, in the in the podcast about not realizing sometimes, Joshi said, sometimes you don't realize what you're doing. It's a natural reaction to what you've been shown and what you lived in your life as you were growing up. Um, once you realize it, these are the things, do that. Start talking to them, your partner, your wife, brother, sister, somebody that you really love, start piece by piece and build that relationship up. You can do it. We all could do it. Just take it day by day and, and, and build that relationship back, man. We don't want nobody to feel emotionally abandoned or, you know, we don't want to feel that way. Man, appreciate those words, man. Thank you for reading that too. For those that didn't or don't know what that means or what it feels like. Uh, shit. Where do I start? And how do I end it? Um, I'll say this, uh, as I say every show, uh, do your best. You know, wake up every morning and 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 be a better version of yourself uh, from the the day before. Be be better today than you were yesterday. Uh, do your best at that, and that within itself can be hard. It can be very hard. It can be very difficult uh, because you know not all days are going to be good. You know, but you got to find, I guess, find some type of silver lining. Uh, love those who love you, uh, be open, uh, be open to suggestion, be open to compliments, be open to love, be open to understanding, be open to accountability, be open to everything. Uh, be aware of yourself as Joshie was saying, 
um, take the time out because I don't think if had I not taken that time, that 45 minutes, even though it was a shitty ass 45 minutes, I took that 45 minutes. And had I not taken that 45 minutes uh, and, and was just sat outside by myself with my thoughts, I don't know how well the day would have went. Even though the day was shitty, I don't know that it would have been, <laughs> it probably would have been a lot worse. But I did take that time out, and I did breathe throughout it. And it's a process. It's an everyday yeah. process. It's, it's uh, as uh, the great D. Nick would say, it's uh, uh, muscle memory. You know what I mean? Habit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. get in the habit. You know what I mean? Even get into, ha- get into the habit of loving yourself. One of the things that I'm finding That's out when I'm, when, when I'm on my journey of, 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 of having this clear mind without any, anything self-medicating mm-hmm. is that uh, finding out who I am and really embracing who I am. I think that's one of the hardest parts is really embracing who you are as a person and then taking that and embracing that and, and running with it and being open to whatever that comes with that. You know what I mean? If you got to eat a little shit, you're going to eat a little shit. It's, it's going to be all right. You know what I mean? It ain't the first bump in the road that you've hit. You'll be all right. Talk to some people. Talk to your friends. Get some help. And, uh, yeah, go hug somebody, goddammit. You know what that I mean? Is. I Let's like go. that. I like that. Man, man. All right. This has been the check-in, man. I appreciate you, brother, so much. Thank you so much peace, for everybody, peace. everybody much, out there listening, much, man. Much, if you you having a tough time, man, we here every Sunday. Check in with us, man. 8.30 p.m. Yes, 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 yes. Love you guys. Check Thank in. you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Man. Thank fellas, you, Josh, for sitting in, man. Thank this, has been a, this has been a beautiful thing, man. Once again, man. Check on your people. We Bless. Are-